Wow, it took us this long to get to 10. It's almost been a year. Wow. Well, you already know. This is Alternative Opinions and Rants. I'm and if you don't, this is Alternative Opinions and Rants. I, I mean, yeah, if this is your first episode, sure. We're Maybe. coming to you not live, straight from Matt's basement. You know, it's always a fun place over here. As always, this is Matt. It's Johnny. This is Jimmy. And we've got a fun episode for you today. We've got a we've got a few relevant topics, a lot to talk about. At least we hope it's fun. Well, I mean, it'll be fun for us. If it's not fun for you, then I think you should find other podcasts. Or not. We actually like having subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. But let's start off with a topic that at least me and Johnny know about. And Matt doesn't because he lives under a rock. I know about it. I'm just not informed about it. I don't have enough information to like speak on what's going on. But and we're here to talk about sex education. Wow. <laughs> Ignore that. But we talk yeah. about another word with an X in it. It's called Brexit. Mm, yeah. So, for those of you that don't know, and I don't know how you don't know about Brexit at this point, because we're living under a rock. Brexit is literally. Um, Britain voting to exit is exit the best to, to leave, leave the European leave the European Union and become not a European, European Union member country. Well, yes. Well, it's mixed because the question is: Do they stay in the economic bloc? Do they become a whole separate country? Do they build a wall between Northern our Northern Ireland and the rest of the island of Ireland? And, and that's what they're trying to figure out right now. With these deals that they're negotiating, well, quote unquote. Pretty much why I wanted to bring this up is because the deadline is coming up. Originally, it was set for tomorrow. They got an extension till April 12th. If they can't come up with a deal before then, they're having a hard Brexit. And FYI, it's going to cause a stock market to go down and stuff's going to go down. And It's a big deal. Right. I mean, this may not sound relevant to you if you're not from the UK, but this could affect... Literally the entire world. Now, because if, it's a domino if effect. you are looking to invest, I will say if there's a hard Brexit, wait till after it happens. Yeah. It is true. <laughs> so. Because you're literally buying love. Business tip of the day. <laughs> that being said. If it's a hard Brexit. I just realized something. It would be very bad of us to mention UK and Brexit without also talking about something else significant that's going on in the EU. Specifically Article 13 yes. and the copyright bill that was passed. For for those of you that don't know, Article 13, Johnny. which is now known as Article 17, is um, basically it is a new law that puts the burden of copyright enforcement on the content providers. Poster, the content provider. So like YouTube, YouTube. Reddit. Oh, I heard a little bit about So this. basically what, what would happen is, let's say... It would say to use any copyrighted material, you would be required to obtain the license in advance. So let's say you use a clip of a TV show in your YouTube video when you're reviewing it. Normally, that would be covered under fair use. However, if this interpretation of Article 17 goes through, basically, that would mean you would be required to pay for the licensing. And if you don't pay for the licensing, it would be on YouTube to pay the fine and they would hold YouTube responsible. The problem with that is it sets a precedent. How do you enforce that? So what people are worried about is places like YouTube and all these things are just not going to allow people to post these these videos with all this extra content. Now, with that, memes are still safe because apparently there is a parody clause. Yes, there is memes, a parody clause. memes are safe, but videos where they review movies, um, review channels, stuff like that, could potentially go down. And this is a big deal. Now, but, why is it a big deal? 
It's a big deal because it hurts content creators. I mean, right now, it's I wouldn't say it's easy, but it's very accessible for fresh content creators, people like streamers who play games well, like and for, movie like, reviewers. I know we like listen, or watching movie theorists and game theorists. Mm-hmm. Yes. People like those yeah. would have a hard time existing because now they have to license these clips that they were using previously under fair use. But isn't it possible to try to make an expedited version for you to use? Not under Article 7. I don't believe yeah. so. So unless, like, say, what is it, Fox, uh, Disney, Universal, like, comes out with, like, all these clips that creators mm-hmm. can use. So there's there's scenarios yeah. where that could work. One is what Jimmy was saying is they give you copyright-free clips. The other thing that could happen is let's say you get the rights to that. The problem is it's very hard for you to establish to a big company like YouTube or all these other video hosting sites like Twitch that you have the copyright. It's a lot easier insurance policy for them as a content hosting site to just go ahead and ignore all of these videos and not allow them than have to go one by one and see who has the copyrights. Yeah, so this essentially... It's favoring big business, hurting people who are trying to get going in their own like small business through content creating. Mm-hmm. It's a very big attack on fair use. Just because of copyright. So. Cool. <laughs> I don't know much about this issue. That's fair. It's... But, but like say, with Game of Thrones coming up, I saw this channel called Film Credit and it... Summarize Game of Thrones pretty good for all every season for like thirty minutes. And did they use clips of the? They use clips of it, so now they can't. Now say this goes into effect, and say like YouTube, it, even though it's in the EU, it makes more sense for like people like YouTube and Google to do it on their whole system versus country by country because it's cheaper that way. Mm-hmm. It's it's harder to set a policy that enforces for one specific country because the thing is, it's not just content whether or not it was posted in a country, it's content viewed in any country in the EU. Yeah. So American content creators would still be affected by Article 17 if their videos are u- viewed in European countries. Now, is this... If the article passes? No, no so that's passed. why I brought it's it. It's already passed. The, the whole bill has passed now. Now it's a matter of determining how, what laws they need to enact in order to enforce these. So now it's a waiting game to see what kind of laws there are to enforce this copyright bill. But the copyright bill has been approved. So for all we know, it's not going to be that strictly it's enforced. To, it's all up to how they interpret it, that article. So now basically... It has to go to our form of a Supreme Court to no. interpret the law. It's already been no, it's, no, already, it's already been approved. because our Supreme Court they determine if a a law needs to be overturned or whatnot based off the courts that come up. Determine if a ruling should be overturned or whatnot. I'm not necessarily saying it's, it's kind of like with this latest tax code. Congress passed this whole thing. Now it's up to like the IRS and tax preparers to interpret the law. Alright. So. So like that. Now we know. Um, so, moving on. Let me pull open our topic list. Well, oh no, you want to talk about... Are um, we going to that? Okay. We can go to that right now. Um, this is more of a rant, but it is something that has pissed me off, and I know it may seem petty, but I think it is an unpopular opinion that may need to be said, but I believe that serving in the military or having been part of the military 
does not automatically excuse you from any awkward social situation or any situation where somebody is calling you out for doing something wrong. Like, let's say you're, you know, acting out of character or breaking a rule as, like, part of a, a group and then people call you out on it and say, hey, you can't do that or you're kind of acting stupid. People immediately go, hey, you can't talk to me like that. I'm a veteran. I did blah, 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 blah. I mean, I really don't think that's a fair excuse to get out of a situation like that. I don't think that you can just use a military as a get out of any social situation card. I kind of agree. I kind of disagree. I have very much respect for our troops. Oh, don't get me soldiers. wrong. I respect the military. I will establish because that right now. They risk their lives on a daily basis. They do, yes. It's a very stressful area, whether you're on the front lines or behind a screen. Or but anything. I know what you're talking about is... Is, can they use it as an excuse to, for the way certain, the, for their behavior? Yes, there. They, some people use it to be like, "Oh, hey, I'm gonna do something that normally wouldn't be allowed." I'm, and then they get called out on it, and then they try to flip it on those other people, saying, "Hey, I'm in the military. How dare you talk to me like that? You're a terrible person. Quick, everybody, look! They're talking to the military bad like this. They obviously don't like the military." And they instantly assume, even, even especially in situations where what they were doing wrong has nothing to do with the military. Like, there's no involvement to the military. They could be, like, going to a McDonald's and filling up their soda cup or filling up their water cup with soda. Be like, hey, that's kind of wrong. They're like, hey, I was a military vet. You can't talk to me like that. That's I know that's such a childish example, and I know the military, most people who served in the military wouldn't do that, but I have come across situations where people try to use their military service like, like, as a way to get out of a social situation. I know. My thought going through my head right now is like, I know some troops, they have a hard time rehabilitating back to civilian life, and I wonder if this is part of the problem. Not necessarily the thing is, problem, some people but... like flaunt it. Like, okay, here's a situation. I... And because, I like, of officers typically won't flaunt, like, oh, I was in the military, so I get to act like this. They're like, I I served in the military, I deserve, like, the VA benefits, I deserve respect from people, but I also should treat other people with respect as well. Okay, so here's a specific situation I have, I'll call you up. This is, this may not be the best example, but it's kind of like a situation where it doesn't really make sense. So there's, I'm, a face, I'm part of a Facebook group that's specifically oriented regarding modifications for Jeeps and that kind of stuff. Now that I own a new Jeep, I was kind of looking for ideas in my car. And this specific person posted a video of him pushing a car out of the road. Nothing to do with his Jeep. Nothing. The Jeep wasn't in the video. And all these people are saying, yeah, great, that's a nice thing. And I got a little upset in my head just because I'm thinking like, hey, this is great and all, but I don't think that this is necessarily the forum for you to just go and get praise from people and brag about what you did. Mm -hmm. This is a very specific group where people go and talk about car mods, not just you just pushing a car out of the road. Not with his Jeep, literally just him out there in the road pushing <laughs> pushing the car out of the way. So I said, hey man, what you did is great. I just think this is something that belongs on your personal Facebook page, not in a group where the specific description is for this is this, is this, this, and this. And that's what she said exactly? I, I said... This, I don't think this post belongs here. This is a car group. People expect to go to this group and see specific things about this specific kind of car and what they can do to it. I just feel like it's a little off topic and it sets a bad precedent for people to post whatever they want. I made an example saying I'm not going to go take a video of my brother mowing the neighbor's lawn and post that in this group. It doesn't make sense. And he instantly goes... You might have taken a bit too far with that. That was... 
that was after he responded. That example I gave was after he responded. But essentially what he told me is, you know, I'm a very big part of this group. Normally I contribute a lot. And, you know, I fought in the military, so it's great to see this is how you feel about people serving in the military. I was deployed and all this stuff. Like, like instantly brought the military in it, and I had, like, no alerting to his existence of even being part of the military. So a situation like that where they go out of their way to let you know they were in the military just so that way you feel bad for calling them out on doing something that doesn't really fit the situation. Actually, this reminds me of a conversation we just had with my old boss about being, looking at being part of something bigger than you. Because this guy, it makes it sound like that he, he's saying that I am the army because I served in the army. Instead of like, the army is bigger than me, and I served in it. Well, I mean, this, this can be twisted back to the whole thing where people are like, the people who get mad at you for talking how you feel about the military, and people are like, the military are the reason you can talk like that. And then you look at people serving the military, and they're like, yeah, we're the reason they can talk like that. They can say whatever they want about the military. That's the whole point of free speech. That's what most... I don't want to say necessarily... That's what most people who have a form of respect say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say, in this kind of situation, I think it's a lose-lose. It is a lose-lose, but it's just a frustrating thing. I understand where you're coming from, where you're saying, hey, this is a car mod page. Why the heck are you posting your... And I was very respectful things about, about it. it. But at the same time, it's like, this guy's helping out. Like, why is this person calling me out while I'm trying to show how helpful I am? I just... Which, to be honest, it doesn't exactly show humility out of the member. Yeah. He's not very like, humble. It's like when one of our friends, when her, when her fiancé... During the uh, bomb cycling that happened... Mm-hmm. Apparently they went out and they like cleared trees. Out yeah, of the and they road. went out of their way to post that she posted about how her husband pulled all these people out of the road and like how he pulled a tree out of the road. And I'm like, it's like if you're really proud of him, you would be humble about it instead of trying to say, "Hey, look what my man can do." And to be honest, emergency responders say if you don't need to go out, don't go out. You're probably making the problem worse by being on the road. Exactly. And they went out, and then they went out to a restaurant afterwards. It's like, I, I know, and that's the thing. Like, you are the reason these people in the restaurant have to work. One of our close friends works at the Olive Garden here in town, and she's saying they've closed two times in all of existence. One for this bomb cyclone, and one previously because nobody could get to the restaurant. And, and I, it's like, that's awful that people are having to go out in this awful weather. Like... For those of you that don't know, we live in Colorado Springs, and we got hit by a pretty, well, pretty every, interesting everywhere storm. Everywhere in the country got hit by this bomb cycle. People, yeah, everyone, we we got it hit pretty bad. We well, it wasn't I'll, so much the accumulation, but it was like the visibility and the icy roads. I'll just say was, we got it hit pretty bad for like a day or two. <laughs> Not to get off topic, but like out east, like farmland, they got flooded, and they're still flooded. But but back on point. Back on point. It's like. When there's some sort of, I don't want to necessarily call this a natural disaster, but when some sort of there was an act of, of God is occurring, a state of emergency was declared, and emergency responders say stay home, and, and you, you go out of your way to go to a restaurant on a day like this, and you're making you're the reason that these people have to work. You're part of the problem. I mean, nobody wants to go out in this weather, and just because you go out and quote-unquote, help people and brag about it and then decide, let me go grab a beer and then let me go drive home or something. First of all, that's intoxicated driving. Boom, right there. Right oh, my up. God. <laughs> Police, <laughs> where are you at? <laughs> but seriously, it's like nobody wants to be out, but 
owners are forcing employees to come out because the off chance of these kind of people going out. If we if we demonstrate that we do not want anyone going out in these, then we should not uh, be going out. Most people... Well, would it help that, like, if first responder says, hey, we're not going to stop by restaurants, even if we'll pack our own food out. Yeah, so no, we don't have these places to, are so saying that, their yeah. excuse, yeah, is to help first responders. But I mean, like, what first responders have time in the middle of a state of emergency to go to a restaurant like that and get some food? I mean, typically they'll have food. Probably volunteers will come deliver some emergency sort of food. Kids. Uh, to their stations and whatever. Or where they come out of, they'll have food there already waiting. Stuff like that. Yeah, stuff like that. And and I mean, whenever whenever I interact with a uh, first responder, the few times I have, I'd say I've offered them what little I have with me. Like if I have an extra donut, they're more than welcome to have all the donuts I have. If that's... What it takes. Well, not what it takes, but... But, to kind of cycle it back, this whole <laughs> thing about people going out of their way to say, hey, I did a good thing and not being humble about it, like, I didn't attack that about him as much as it bothered me, but for all all intents and purposes, if you want to show you did a good thing, the place for it to is honest, on... To be honest, you really shouldn't be bragging about what quote-unquote good thing you've done. Then you're not doing a good thing. You then do. you're seeking attention. Exactly. It's but like, in the fact, like, if you want to brag about it, nonetheless, we're not going to argue about whether or not you should brag about it. If you're doing it, I don't think you should go into a group where you have no business talking about it there. And then the thing is, he tried to justify it after the fact, and he said, oh, well, my Jeep was there flashing strobes to kind of keep people from driving away. I'm like, hmm. Hmm. It seems like a stretch. It seems like a cop-out. Like, he was searching for any reason to just say that he was right. <laughs> that reminds me of a time in second grade where uh, we, we were tasked in making this drawing or something. And we were drawing in, like, crayons or whatnot. And the teacher demanded that I fill in the entire sky blue, that there can't be any single piece of white showing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I've already hit it twice, and there's still white spots. And she's like, what are these white spots? And I literally went down and did a cop-out answer and said, those are clouds. Stupid questions require stupid answers. <laughs> modern problems require modern, modern solutions. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Well, to end off this topic, we do respect the military. I do respect don't, the military. I do not don't want, take that from that. It's I, just... I just... and I, I mean, if you're in the military, I want to know if you agree, if you're frustrated with it, or you think I'm 100% wrong. Well, I mean, everyone has different opinions. Sure. I just want to hear what people think. That's sure. why... No, that's and kind of the purpose of this. If you're bragging about another point takeaway, if you're bragging that you're doing good, are you really doing good if you're seeking attention? Mm-hmm. All right, let's finish. Be humble. That. Okay, so another topic we want to talk about was Facebook encryption. Oh, God. So Facebook... This, this episode might be a bit more tech-heavy, at least in the beginning. So Facebook is advertising, allegedly, that they plan to shift... What was it? They wanted to shift their They want to combine to... WhatsApp, Instagram, and Facebook Messenger together, and that will be all like encrypted with like the WhatsApp mm-hmm. encryption. Kind of like the WhatsApp encryption. And it's like, too little, too late kind of thing is what I'm thinking because I was telling Johnny and Johnny even realized this there was yet again another Facebook scandal that came out recently um, where it was discovered that for a period in time employees had access to plain text passwords now explain it to our listeners plain plain text literally means 
open up a Word document, type something, save it, that is plain text. There is nothing to mask what is written in the document. It is not encrypted. There's no jumbled up. It's like when I go type something and you can you basically, don't see the dots. Basically, what he what we're saying here is if somebody hacked Facebook, well, with their plain text, anyone did not no whoever hacked it. Didn't have to go through any sort of encryption to see well, people's well, no they, didn't have to, they didn't have to crack any security. There was no security. So no one protect. hacked it. It just came out that uh, Facebook employees could access like 15 yes, million users' passwords. Now, and a, a lot of people may be like, okay, big what? They can get my Facebook password. I will always preach this. While I'm guilty of it, I always think that you should never have the same password across multiple websites. I'm guilty of it, and there are so many people in the world that use one password for everything. So think about this, yeah, people get- different variants of the same password. People get your Facebook password, suddenly they could have your bank account password, your password for your- Password. I don't know, your home security. Well, and then what always comes up- That's a good password. (laughs) One argument I've always heard come up when discussing this with different people, it's people like, okay, so what, that they get my identity and whatnot. I have nothing to hide. It's not a matter of what you have to hide, it's what you have to lose. I mean, yeah. there's a difference between, like, me putting something out there not anonymously and saying, I've got nothing to hide. Or mm-hmm. people call me out and say, like, oh, you said this. Like, yeah, I said that. I'm going up to it. It's like, comes back it's, to the whole CIA or the NSA argument, like this Snowden say, thing. I, I was even going to say, I, had, I actually had this uh, very slight discussion in my ethics class where we had this guest speaker that asked what is something illegal but ethical and i brought that up apparently apparently people still have the opinion which i guess is it it kind of surprised me but it makes sense that some people find that as what snowden did was wrong still i mean there will always be people who are diehard loyalists to the country that want to live in the island believe that the government is doing nothing wrong technically what snowden did was illegal no, it wasn't. There's no technicality. It was 100 percent illegal, illegal, but it was not unethical. I mean, there is technicality. Okay. Anyway, my point I was trying to make is it goes back to the whole Snowden thing. Where like I don't care about covering my webcam and all this stuff because yeah, like I don't care like what people know if I people know what I do in my downtime. But that doesn't mean I'm not going to take precautions with what I do with my bank account and all that my stuff. What? Stop. Stop. Keep, keep going. I'm just making jokes here. Anyway. I don't care what people know what I do in my basement or watch me play VR in my basement. Like, God forbid. If people wanted to know anything about what I did, there's nothing I could do to stop them. But that doesn't mean I'm going to be careless about my security and my things that could actually damage my life, like my bank account or my social security number or things that could have a negative impact on me. I mean, it's like, let's say you're on a public record or something and your address is out there. It's like, yeah, people know your address. But... Are you going to leave your door unlocked? No. Are you going to leave your safes wide open with all your uh, social security cards, your passports, your birth certificate, all your information? No, you're not going to leave that lying around in the open. You're going to still put that locked away. It's the same kind of thing. It's like you're not going to, just because people know where you live or know who you are, doesn't mean you should still be lax about more personal private information such as your health insurance number, your social security number, your bank account number, mm-hmm. your routing number, all those numbers. I think we've but, put this on the head like three times now. But to get numbers. back to the Facebook thing, 
it is a bigger deal than people realize because this is not the first time Facebook's been caught doing something like this. Okay. And Facebook and, is not a small no. company. And to be means, honest, Facebook probably isn't the only company. No, no. They're not, actually, you know what came out a couple of years ago that I was surprised to get more attention in the following weeks? TransUnion's uh, security hack. What about it? TransUnion? Oh, yeah. Yeah, TransUnion. Because, because people were already stunned by Equifax. Yeah. People were already... And this, or no, this, it might have been Equifax, not TransUnion. Are you talking about the Equifax credit breach? Yes. Oh, people were crazy. That, that yeah, but one. that only lasted only like a couple of weeks. And then I mean, so, does the face, so did the Facebook thing. The Facebook thing was like gone in a couple of days. People stopped caring. And all the, the problem is all we, live in, we live in a society. We live in a society. We live in a... Breaking news. We live in a situation right now where this is common. This is not surprising to see happen. This is a very common thing. But what I was going to say is... I this is what I kind of preach to people is you, if you're worried about the security there was a service that I've signed up I think Jimmy has signed up for it and Johnny's aware of it. it's called have I been pwned.com it's p w n d p w n e d I think um, you basically put in all the email addresses you've ever used and what happens is it sends you an email if there's a breach and a leak like a data leak of any monumental or any large size and they skim through those breaches, see if any of your information is on that leak, and alert you saying, hey, you've been compromised yeah. on X and, and X. you might breach. think, it's like, oh, I, I'm very safe. But imagine, like, that one app you downloaded, like, seven years ago, and you they had you make an account. Or, or even that thing you liked the, on Facebook that says, give us permission to go through your account. I mean, like, yeah. I've, I've gotten emails for this before, and it'll tell me, like, hey, this account you created got hacked with your username and email address. And I'm like, wait a second. I don't even remember signing up. Lo and behold, I may have signed up for it when I was like 16, just like signing up for websites to download a free song or something like that. FBI and, I pro <laughs> and I probably used like a similar password to what I'm using now because I was a stupid 16-year-old that didn't practice security. What's your email address again? <laughs> AOandrance at gmail.com. <laughs> Self-plug right there. Um, but no, security, but, I mean, computer security and cybersecurity will always be a relevant topic to me, and it's something that I don't take very lightly. lightly. I don't at all with how serious it is and, like, how digital our lives and online have, how digital but, our lives and online our lives have become. And it, how it's going to become. Mm-hmm. Where it's actually going to need to be addressed at some point about digital privacy I mean, what do you live in security. A, we live in a day and age where you can get a job... Like, go through a job, get, through, get a hiring process without ever having met the person interviewing you face-to-face. -face. That happened to me and my new coworker. You got a job and you never met the person who hired you? Well, I met them after the fact. But it was way after the fact I got the job. I mean, it's it's rather interesting and... Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Did you guys hear that? It's kind of funny, isn't it? But... <laughs> but anyway, so... This is actually a good transition, talking about stuff that we've gotten used to, and it keeps bad things keep on occurring. The New Zealand shooting. Oh my God! So, um, for those of you, there who is so much stuff again, related to this. There's so much to unpack here, but one of my favorite things that came out. Well, not came out favorite. because that seems very <laughs> bad. One thing that came out of it, Egg Boy. What's Egg Boy? Have you not heard of Egg Boy? Anyway, we should probably explain this before we get ahead of ourselves. There was a shooting, and do you have more details about it? There was a shooting in New the, Zealand. There was a shooting in New Zealand. At it two was different mosques. Then they killed and a hospital. And a hospital. Didn't they kill it was all the same. Oh, did it get up to 66? Last, Last time I heard it was like 50. Anyway, was there was 66. a huge death toll. I mean, one person like one is guy. enough for it to be serious. It was one, an AR-15. AR-15. And 
I mean, there's there's so much to unpack. Well, I mean, like, I've heard so many sore, so many sore. This guy was apparently yelling, you know, he was doing like the circle, like the from, hand circle. He's from Australia, white supremacist. Mm-hmm. He's doing like the little circle, which like from that circle game, but people re- associate it with Nazis and white supremacy. Um, Is that really what it's associated with? Apparently. We need to look into that. We do. I, allegedly. Don't take us for... for don't don't quote us. But um, he was also apparently, as he's shooting up these these innocent Muslims at a mosque... He was live streaming it. He was live streaming it. He was yelling, subscribe to PewDiePie. Like, this was a guy that was not mentally stable. No. Jeez. Um, and it brought up an interesting thing because New Zealand immediately pushed a bill to it, it ban... Took, it took him one week. It took him one week. To ban, to ban all military-style military weapons. Well, now, I with have a different... exceptions. With certain but, exceptions. But I have a different view on and, this that I want to say. And they added the voluntary uh, turning your own guns. Mm-hmm. So, they put that in. And then now there's so much criticism on our government saying, wow, New Zealand, New Zealand did, did it. Because New Zealand's one of the most peaceful places in the world. New Zealand did it. Why can't we do it? Blah, 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 well, blah. Well, one difference is that New Zealand, unlike the U.S., they are... What the U.S. has, unlike New Zealand, is that in the U.S. we have, in the Bill of Rights, the right to bear arms. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's also being taken in comparison with New Zealand. We have a state that wants to... They're, they're trying to move They're a pushing forward. a bill that requires all people over the age of... 18. 18 to own an AR-15. Or it might be 21. I, I believe it's the state of Missouri. Don't quote us exactly. The, the, the news story is they're basically wanting to... And I mean, it, I, it sounds like a gag story. Like, I don't think there's going to be any momentum on this. But, but there was a bill introduced in, like, the state of Missouri's constitution. That requires people to own AR-15s. And then here's, Every adult to own an AR-15. And, and, like, here is my theory on this whole thing. Like, the more and more I think about this gun control situation, I don't think that these stricter gun laws are necessarily going to be the answer looking at it. I mean, when you look at it... These people, when they want to kill somebody, they will kill somebody, regardless of what the medium is. We have I mean, seen terrorist attacks well, see, where people use trucks into crowd of people. I have this different... Is, well, I, it might be a necessarily not kind of different opinion. Like, I feel like we need some gun control to at least know who owns guns and through what sources. Kind of like, is kind like a, a car registration. The problem is there are people who are getting guns anyway through unmet... If you yeah. look at the statistics for all these mass shootings, but, these are guns that are unregistered anyway that people are obtaining. Well, illegally. actually, the one in New Zealand, they were registered. He purchased them days before. Okay, and here's my other situation. Do you really think laws are going to stop criminals that want to kill? No, Honestly. No. Well, I mean, it leads back to the same question, debates that people have had decades before us and probably will have decades after us. It's the same kind of thing. It's like just because you make something illegal, like let's say cocaine, is it going to stop people from getting getting these products? Oh, you're talking about kind of like the Prohibition era. Exactly. Even you look at prohibition, prohibition is a great example. They, they made all alcohol illegal, but yet people were getting... Well, I don't, we had more alcohol product. We have moonshine now because of Prohibition. Actually, I think the best I want a source form on of that gun... Later. What? I want a source on that later. The moonshine? the moonshine? Moonshine and, and like... came out of... Prohibition. It definitely came out of prohibition. But I think one of the best ways of gun control that we could do is similar to Switzerland and have everyone take a gun safety class. I think that's a good I think that's a good thing, but I think I mental mean for health those as well. What? Oh, mental health. No, no. 
I I agree with mental health, but sometimes that won't even stop people. I know, I know. here in Colorado, we had a bill that was coming up that would, if a judge ordered, a person would have all their guns taken away. Out but, of but fear now are we going to safer the others? Amendment, uh, well, the way that a lot of counties are doing that because, at least I know in our county in El Paso, uh, the sheriff didn't like the wording of it that it left so much gray areas that it could be abused. Well, I mean, at that point, is who has responsibility based off uh, the language? I want to correct myself on the stream. Moonshine was around before Prohibition, but it became more prevalent because of Prohibition. Because all these people started... So, so again, it goes back to the whole thing. <laughs> People are just gonna find other ways. We have yes. we have a day and age where people can three D print guns now. Not that I'm saying I'm against that. I think the technology is sweet, but well, it actually, is not going to stop people. I just had another idea on how we could potentially help decrease the number of mass shootings is addressing the value of a life. Okay, I don't like where we're going here. Uh, I'm not talking about like numerically, but like here's a different idea. You can't kill anyone if everyone's dead. Oh my god. This okay, Thanos. <laughs> man, this podcast is... Uh, man, isn't it funny? I just watched Infinity War again before you guys came over here. I'm excited for the new one. I am. Anyway, so, your idea. But it's like... It feels like people don't understand like what is so... Or what's all behind like the value of someone else's life. The families that are affected by them. The people that you're ripping away. Like, Jamie... I'm, we most people understand it, but the problem you are missing here is a lot of these people are mentally unstable. I mean, these are people who go through mental issues. They are not thinking about the value of the life. So then, and, and there's so more based off that, that, then too. how are you supposed to address mental issues? Because a lot of these guys they don't go to therapists. They are but loners. Wait, 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 wait. I'm not. That system's not perfect either. Because look at the Parkland shooting. They they saw mental issues with him. They reported him to the police. They reported him. Multiple times they did everything right, and yet it still happened. But what about also along with against like all this like the Las Vegas shooter? He here's came out the, of left field. No one expected that from him. Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the situation I have with it. Let's say gun control happens and you take away all these guns from law-abiding citizens. What are they going to have left to defend themselves when there are those people who don't follow the law and don't turn those well, guns and decide saying, to... Well, that's, I mean, that's, that's your the... argument. What, what's going to stop a bad guy with a gun, a good guy with a gun? Exactly. But good guys with guns also get shot too. Yes, they get shot. But I have... By, by law enforcement. Because they think they're the bad person with a gun. Yes, and that's why there is always like a strategic way to have And we, at my job, we've had to go through active shooter training and all that kind of thing. And one of the questions was asked is, if you must and you can, go for it. But also keep in mind, it's better to stay out of the situation. Because the police may have a very hard time figuring out who is the shooter. I but in that situation, are you going to say that I in good conscience, did nothing because I did not want to be shot well, by mean, the police. What what they show us at where I work at is, and I, I'm pretty sure a lot of other places too, um, is in an active shooter situation, they they give you a three-order hierarchy. Yep, the run-fight height or run-height fight. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Where you should try to find your way out first. If you can't find your way out... You need to hide. Hide. If you or, can't hide, then you need to fight your way out. Get ready. 
But you know what's funny was I saw a video the other day uh, posted by Adam Savage. Uh, he was doing more or less Mythbusters stuff, but it wasn't Mythbusters. Mm-hmm. To test the uh, barricading a door. Um, tactic. Tactic. And it actually didn't work unless you put obstacles all the way from the door to a... Yeah, more I mean, eventually they're going to get the door open just enough to get a gun in there. And especially when you're in a room that only's got one door. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. If I'm in a room filled with people and I know that a shooter's coming, and the only thing that can stop this shooter is another weapon from killing all these people in the room, I would much rather put my life on the line to save all those other people's are, lives. Are you ready to self-sacrifice yourself? Cool. I am. In a situation it's just, like my that, thought I is, 100% it's it. almost like fighting fire with fire. Unless you do it strategically like actual firemen do. Hot shots. Yes. It just, the thing is, it just seems like you're just doing like two guys with guns and then it just becomes a war zone. The thing is, sometimes you don't get that chance to do it strategically. Sometimes a situation presents itself and you either re- react or you... Well, like with fire, like not to take the fire analogy even more, but like they, there's people trained for those situations. I think everyone so, should learn how to conceal carry and I don't think So you think you think a lot of people should have the ability to fight back no matter what. Almost almost validating I think these people should be vetted and I think these people should be sane and almost validating that Missouri yeah, law but, for the AR15 But for then everyone. how do no, that's How do you make sure everyone's sane without ma- having mandatory like Mental checkups. Then you have mandatory well, I mean, mental checkups. It's the same thing. It's like some people don't deserve to be driving on the road, but how do you constantly check here for well, people? The who... only way that they can't drive anymore is a lot of the times is court order. Either self-declared or court order. Or people who go to renew their license and they're deemed not fit. They don't pass the vision check. They have well, it's some just, extending At least here, we don't have a new... We don't have a renewing a driver license test every couple of years. They don't have a test, but you still have to get your vision checked and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But it takes... You could lose your vision. You could take the test one year, and the next thing you know, an act, something happens, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's naturally or... Environmentally, you get impaired vision. Next thing you know, you no longer pass that line, but you have your license for the next three years. Sure. So, there needs to be an enforcement thing, but the problem is, well, it's like with the mental health. It's like everyone should get like a physical every year, but no one, not everyone does the get a is physical every year. People can point and scream all they want, guns this, gun that. Well, I'm not saying I'm not. I'm not necessarily saying. Guns are the problem. I don't think guns are the problem at all. Like, I, I, I know it's the people. It's just evil the access the to the tools. People with evil intentions are the problem. Well, like, how do you determine who are the people with evil intentions? That's the question. I mean, you look at a time where before guns were around, you look at all these like 18th century, you look at all this kind of stuff. Like long, long before people had guns and were using, you know, short... Or like, what's what's a good like like people fighting with swords and bows and arrows and stuff like that like yeah, but that required training. Now with firearms, you, I mean, it's pretty much pointed. I don't the think there's any training I need to take a sword and go stab somebody. Uh, technically no, but sure, you, sure, I will agree that guns have given people the ability to cause more damage in a shorter amount of time. With less sure. amount, of, 
with less effort required and less skill. Mm-hmm. But I will not say that guns are the reason for all these murders and like guns are what's going to stop it. Well, so you don't believe in any sort of gun control then? I don't, I don't think gun control is the answer. All right. I cannot tell you what the answer is, because but I do it's, not... it's a gray area. It is a gray... But I do not believe gun control is the answer. And there's people much more qualified than us who have been debating it for a much longer time than us. Well, I don't want to and say they're much more qualified People get creative. People get... When they want to kill, people get creative. This is how we still have issues. I mean, you look at... Do you guys remember the underplant, underpants bomber? No. The, un- the Unabomber. The underpants bomber. Wasn't he called the Unabomber? No, that's the name of him. That's a different guy. No. The underpants bomber, he wanted to get a bomb on the plane, so he put C4 around his underwear so it would go undetected through what was then used as the standard metal detector because they didn't have the 3D body scans that they have now. And then they caught him. They caught him in the act. The people stopped him in the act. They stopped him in the act. But But, wouldn't you just notice a big bulge? C four, you can pack a lot. You can pack it's, a lot of C four. It's kind of like clay, so you can make it look like you. It can look like the man was wearing a diaper. Nobody's gonna be like, hmm. I mean, people are definitely judging. People are gonna think it, but nobody's gonna be like, oh man, that's a that, bomb. Yeah. No. I. <laughs> well, it's, I'm not saying like anyway. you take away people's guns because <laughs> for different reasons. I'm just saying like there some will... sort of registry, maybe limit. Limiting the amount of ammunition they're allowed to carry. I, I almost disagree with the registry. The registry, I don't think is going to solve anything because what's going to stop people from getting... What's going to enforce that? What, what What's the difference between one person one year and then getting, let's say, dementia, Alzheimer's, some sort of mental illness? I mean, yeah, you saw the guns were obtained legally in New Zealand. Well, it's just... In that well, case, like you're talking about dementia, a doctor would diagnose it and they could... In the supposing what the if they don't go to a doctor? Who? What if their condition gets so degenerative so fast that over the course of a year, before they go to a doctor or before somebody intervenes in their situation, they say, you know what, I'm going to go kill 50 people. What do you do in that situation? Or maybe it's not necessarily them consciously thinking, I'm going to go kill 50, pe- kill 50 people, but it could be like uh, the Sandy Hook where the mentally ill individual just grabbed a gun and went in. Well, it's just... My, that's why my second... Sorry about that. So we had a, a lapse in the recording software. But thanks for having me I guess. Wow. No. Um, so where were we? We were saying... Oh, I was saying, like, um, about restricting ammunition. Because I know people, like, need... They want to go hunting and whatnot. And they have the full right to go hunting. But why do you need a 15-round magazine to go hunting? But at the same time, like... Again, this whole... Well, it's like, say, why do you need... If you're claiming self-defense, why do you need more than six shots? Let me ask you a question. Because you're a really bad shot? Because what if the person has seven shots? What if the person that you're... <laughs> Wait, what? what's the difference between somebody having six shots and seven shots? What are you going to do? Are you shooting each other's shots, bullets? <laughs> bullets in the air? My point is... <laughs> it wasn't... Okay, there was a legitimate argument for that. What if that person... Suddenly has the one upon. What if you miss all six of your shots? They miss their six shots. They suddenly have a shot they can take at you. Well, wouldn't the idea be like if you don't hit them within like the first three that you're gonna try to get away? I mean, the, if well, if I don't right. hit them in the first three and an opportunity presents itself down the road, I better hope I have enough shots. All right, can can I just say there's a difference between us 
more or less thinking logically about this and then being in the moment when it happens. Sure. Because that is more... Because when you're in the moment, it, your fight or flight's going to kick in. And no matter... Unless you have... Like with military members where you have years of muscle memory training, you're not going to react as well as you want you as you want yourself to react. I think I think here would be a good point to wrap up the entire episode. I think I think we've hit a good <laughs> point, but I think we want to leave it with a final thought that maybe there Do, isn't a clear answer out there. Well, a for lot this of stuff situation. Don't have, doesn't have clear answers, but I mean, people will find a way. I guarantee you, you ban guns, and we're not going to stop. Will. Find a way. I guarantee you, you we will ban guns <laughs> and we will not stop seeing mass shootings and all these. Well, I'm not saying ban large... guns. That is, I say you saying. can ban guns 100%, and you will still see people that go to these mass shootings. The difference is those people who are legally with good intention able to protect themselves will no longer be able to protect themselves. Well, we'll just leave it off at this is a great area. Uh, feel free to debate. Feel free to send us your thoughts. Uh, you can tell me I'm wrong. You can tell me that you hate me for having my ideas. Or any of us in general. Uh, I also want to leave you off with what I said earlier. Is If you think you're a good person and what you're doing is right, don't brag about it on social media. Be humble. And that's Johnny's <laughs> biggest gripe of the episode. Guys, I helped an old lady cross the road today. You're so humble. Anyway, this has been Alternative Opinions and Rants. And thanks for tuning in, guys. Please excuse that gap at the end of the podcast. But, you know... Stuff happens. Hey, have a good one.